0: Hi everybody, welcome to Revitalize Reconnect Meets, where I get the opportunity to meet with business owners and key decision makers from across the UK business community. And today it comes with no question. I'm with a gentleman who's got over a mountain's worth of experience within the local government for 12 years. He's been leading bid teams for Orchard and Shipman PLC for over five years, and four years leading five UK teams at British Gas. But most importantly, he's been running and founding his own business for over five and a half years now with AMBid. Can you please welcome with me today, the one and only Mr. Andrew Morrison. Andrew, good afternoon. How are you keeping today?
1: Good afternoon, Lee. Yes, I'm keeping very well. Thank you.
0: Brilliant. Andrew, I just, uh, again, appreciate your time today and, and spending just to go on this podcast and to, to share with everybody a bit about yourself. But well, could we start by you sharing a little bit about what AMBid and yourself is all about.
1: Certainly. Well, AMBid are Scotland's largest bids and tenders specialists. So what we do is we help organisations to tell their stories during a bid process in a way that's going to resonate with buyers who are making decisions about awarding contracts. So we do bid writing, obviously. We do bid management. Uh, If companies want to write their own bids, we can look over them before they go in, reviewing and commenting and strengthening them. And we can also provide bid training for staff as well. We've also got services that we can assist with innovation funding, so we can write uh, uh, or help organisations to write funding bids to funding bodies such as Scottish Enterprise and Innovate UK. We work across the UK and Ireland, and we have 80% bid-win rates. So if you engage us to help you on a bid, it will have an 80% chance of success. And if it's not going to have that prospect of success, we'll let you know very early on, perhaps the reasons why this might not be the right bid for you, or the right client, or the right time to bid, so as you don't then waste your time and your money on that particular
0: bid. Great. There's a lot of services and you're doing a lot of things for many connections across the whole of the UK so congrats on that side but what would you say what's been your biggest achievement on your business journey so far the last five and a half years with providing a lot of services like you mentioned there before?
1: Yes well we've we've been multi award-winning uh, so that has been great I mean the biggest achievement for me has been to start with the idea of beginning my own business and then to take that to launching the business in October 2014, growing it to just under a million pounds turnover in five years and managing a successful transition to a managing director, to David Gray, my fellow director of AMBID who who joined the business about, about three and a half years ago and to have done all of that with no investment no debt, no loans, and to be profitable every year, creating employment. And probably the the kind of crowning thing for me personally was to get an Institute of Directors, Director of the Year for Scotland Award in 2018. And that was followed in 2019 for the business of getting the bid professional body, APMP, getting their award, as the best people development of our staff in the UK, beating Telefonica
0: and WSP in, in that particular final. Well done on that. Well done on that indeed. Congratulations and some great, great sort of um, accolades and awards that you've won on that one there. And I suppose one question I've got for you just before we move on to the next one is that over that time when you wanted to create a work for yourself, was that... One month, two months, was it 12 months in advance? How long did it take you to prepare to launch your own business off your own back? It was years
1: in advance. So it was probably about five years in advance. So uh, when I was working at a company called Orchard and Shipman, I wanted to set up my own business. I spoke to some business friends and they said, well, that business is... Is, is, you know, not a particularly large business. I think at that time it was probably around something 20 million a year turnover. And they said, you know, lots of people would never have heard of that business. So the advice I was given by my business friends was go and work for one of these great big companies that everybody's heard of, run their bids, and then when you've done that for a few years, go and set up your own business. So <laughs> that was my motivation in joining British Gas. And while I was in British Gas, I've actually been on LinkedIn since 2006. But when, when I um, left Orchard and Shipman in, in, in 2010, I think I probably had about 150 connections. But I made sure that when I was in British Gas that I connected to as many people as I came into contact with. And I left there four years later with about 1600 connections. And believe it or not, some of these connections, they've moved on, many of them to other businesses. They now contact me and say, Andrew, I've joined this business. Can you now come and help write our bids? So today I'm sitting and I've, of course, continued, uh, you know, networking. So I believe very much in networking. I've got about 14,000
0: relevant connections. I think it's the power of working with people. And I think that's what you're testament to is you've got to keep connected. You've got to keep the conversations flowing. And. You know, you, you never burn a bridge behind you. Always keep the bridges intact throughout your journey you're taking, Andrew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so saying all that, especially what's going on at the minute with COVID-19, and it's quite a, you know the topic of the moment, um, one thing I like to ask everybody is what have you done? And we've had this little conversation, but what have you done to diversify your business over the last few weeks to take it through COVID-19?
1: Well, we've had to do quite a lot, Lee. I mean, uh, in early March, you know, probably around about the, the uh, 10th of March, it started to become obvious that, you know, much of our work had fallen off a cliff. Mm-hmm. And that was because our work depends on buyers issuing tenders and then bidders coming to us and saying, can we get help with this? So uh, we noticed there had been, a, a, you know, quite a, a big decline in the work coming in. March, because it's the end of the financial year in the public sector, traditionally is a very busy time for bidding. It's always been, across the last five years, our highest month of revenue. And we were now looking at the month being our lowest month of revenue. So we had to make some decisions. We actually uh, made some cuts to the business in terms of our senior management team of four, uh, we had to cut that to two. So it was just going to be myself and my fellow director, David Gray, who is now the managing director of the business. Uh, we also we were had moved uh, six months previously into brilliant offices. I've regularly called them Scotland's coolest office, and that is the WeWork office in Edinburgh. The first I'll agree with we that. Work, Yeah, the <laughs> first WeWork in Scotland. just amazing. And we were the first tenants of it. Uh, and very much part of the WeWork community. But do you know what? Uh, It started to become obvious we weren't going to be able to stay working in an office. So we we moved out of the office a week before the lockdown. And once the lockdown happened and it looked like it was going to be in place for a while, which is I sit at this interview we're in week eight of it. I know. Um, Then we decided that we had a month to month Lease at work, that we would come out of that for now. So we moved back to a remote working model. So we streamlined our costs considerably and it meant that we were still relevant to the clients that still wanted to work with us. And what we found across the last um, seven weeks is the first two or three weeks remained quiet. But after that, things have started to pick up again, not to where they were, but enough to cover our costs. And I'm happy to say that we've not had to go into any any type of debt. We came into it with some some reserves and the uh, AM bid story of the startup, the growth, no debt, no investment, that actually has continued so far and i'm saying so far because you know what i i think this COVID 19 has still got some time to run i mean none of us know how how it's all going to exactly end up but uh, i've i've felt that to take action quickly has been very important to to continue and and to survive as we start to move towards thriving We've, we we had to furlough three members of staff okay. but Four weeks later, we brought two of them back and we've we've still got one that we're
0: hoping to bring him back shortly as well. Well, that's it's brilliant, Andrew. And I think it's right, you, you, you're you sort of striving to overcome and develop and keep moving forward. You cannot be stagnant. You've got to keep pushing it forward all the time and that's exactly what you're doing. You know, sometimes you've got to take two steps back to move forward. It's usually the case. And I think that's, people don't know when it's going to come to an end, but I think it's just pushing forward on that one and just keep doing what you're doing every day and every week. So absolutely superb, Andrew. Seeing that in consideration as well, and what you've mentioned with starting your business, and it was five years in the making, and when you went to launch, could you share with everybody a golden tip that you would give as advice to people or someone who's looking to start or create their business right now? What would be your golden tip?
1: I would say a golden tip is to identify niche. What is your actual niche? What is your point of differentiation? Or are you just going to be the same as everybody else? So what I identified was that I was a local government professional who then moved into bidding. And I'd been involved in bidding in one of Britain's largest businesses. So I had experience both at the buyer end uh, from my local government days, but also at the bidder end and at the very large-scale contractor as well as at, at, at the more um, smaller, more regionally based business that, that was Orchard and Shipman. So actually, my niche was I understood bidding, you know, from from a range of perspectives and that I was going to bring the benefits of that that rather than a business having to take on an experienced high-cost bid professional to to write all their bids for them as an in-house member of staff, they would only have to pay for our service at the time they needed it. And that has created great resonance with bidders from a whole range of of, uh,
0: organisation, sectors, sizes and types. I think it's standing out from the crowd, exactly what you're saying, and I think you, I couldn't agree with you anymore, 100%. It's finding that niche that, used to, that you can stand out from somebody that does make you stand out a bit differently. So thank you for that, Andrew, thank you. Um, so we've talked a lot about your business, we've talked about the golden tip, we've talked about the achievements, the diversity that you've been involved in. What's next? What is the next step for AM Baird and Mr. Andrew Morrison? What's the next step for you?
1: Well, my goal had been to start a business from scratch, to grow it within five years to a million pound turnover, to achieve a successful transition to, you know, to, to another managing director and then to continue to grow the business for three years and to exit, to have a sale of the business uh, after eight years in business. So that's in two and a half years time uh, when I'm 55, you know, when I'm going to be 55 years of age and that's what I wanted to achieve. I still hope to do that, but I'm obviously understanding what the pandemic has meant economically and what it's going to mean. It might be that I have to delay the sale of the business a little while, um, and I'll have to carry on. But do you know what? Um, From what is not a nice situation for any of us that are going through this situation at the moment, but... I always try and look on the bright side and find a positive, even in a difficult time. And the positive that I felt from this has been that I've had the excitement of rebuilding the business. Um, So the excitement that I felt and the sort of nervousness when I started the business, would anybody want our services? Um, And I've had the excitement of of trying to rebuild it. But this time I've got an established brand. I've got established clients and I've got a brilliant fellow director in David Gray uh, as well. So I didn't have any of these things when I started the business, mm. albeit 2014
0: wasn't a global pandemic. <laughs> it wasn't at all, but I think you've hit the right thing there. It's that you've got this wealth of experience, this wonderful brand that you've built and the team that you've got around you is just strong. And like I said earlier to you, Andrew, it's hitting that reset button and then just going for it. And just realigning everything, which gives that fresh new feel to it. And you can spend, I think it's a quality of time. Would you agree if you can spend more quality time with individuals? Definitely. And
1: uh, I've been do- doing, doing more things like webinars. So, t- so today I did a webinar uh, with, with, with two, two business friends, Lee Fitzpatrick and Louise Medvey, um, about uh, business recovery and growth. And I also did a webinar on behalf of Inverclyde Chamber of Commerce today as well. And they wanted me me to share with their members about how to bid and win public sector contracts. So, uh, yes, sharing sharing the knowledge that I've got to help others, knowing that if you give to others, it does
0: come back to you in in, uh, different ways anyway. 100%. And if anybody wanted to get in touch with you after today, I mean... Have you, got, have you got an email or your website you'd like to share with everybody? Yes, I mean, it's
1: all very straightforward. The email's Andrew at ambid.co.uk and the website is ambid.co.uk
0: and you'll also find me hanging out on LinkedIn quite often as well. You can add yourself to the sea of people that Andrew knows around the country and the globe on Andrew's LinkedIn page. So, Andrew, thank you very much for today. I greatly appreciate your time as always. And uh, I'm extremely looking forward to having a follow-up with a catch-up from this uh, podcast. But I would highly recommend anybody looking for that sort of bidding information, that bidding knowledge, is to speak to Andrew and the team of AM Bid without a doubt. So thanks again, Andrew. Um, thank you to everybody who's listened today. And I look forward to seeing you at the next Revitalize Reconnect Meets, which will be coming very soon to a podcast and a YouTube channel to you soon. Thanks again. Stay safe, everybody. And we look forward, myself and Andrew, look forward to seeing you both all again very soon. Bye-bye for now.